Welcome to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Every week we chat with new artists and have a casual hangout with them. We live stream new episodes every week on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Check out jackknifestiletto.com for more schedule info. During our live streams, you can join in on the conversation while we have a live Q&A with us and our guests. Our Music Monday Hangouts feature those episodes on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else you stream your podcasts. Grab a coffee and enjoy. This podcast is brought to you by Band Pins. Custom pins made to order for bands, businesses, schools, charities, and more. Check out bandpins.net for more info. everyone happy music monday we're here with thea wood of the oh i always do forget to do this is this how to pronounce things correctly the horizon music foundation did i do it right yes okay because i have my bad staten island accent that i that sometimes i'm not good with the pronouncing thing (laughs) you got it perfectly horizon music with the h-e-r because we are female centric awesome i love it very cool. And I said this before, but I just have to mention again, your hair is awesome. I love Thanks. it. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody who's watching, I decided I needed to put on my party hair to keep up with the young punks. So <laughs> here I am trying to fit in the old lady ready to rock and roll. You look amazing. Thank you. Love it. And where are you tuning in from? Um, I'm actually tuning in from the suburbs of Detroit Motor City. Very nice. Yeah, I just moved here from Austin and it's been, you know, a big change of pace, but I'm totally enjoying it. And um, and let me tell you, I think Detroit is like on the verge of a really big explosion in the music, in the like whole music scene, especially with alt rock, punk, you know, cool. all the harder, all the harder genres. I mean, there's a lot going on here, Annie. That's awesome. What, yeah. uh, what part, uh, what suburb is it a... Uh... You know, so, um, you know, downtown, they have some pretty cool clubs. I've been getting into scenes uh, just outside of uh, downtown Detroit, uh, Royal Oak, Ferndale, Hamtramck. Uh, They've been, I'm just seeing some great shows, great bands coming through, good clubs. And um, so it's been pretty exciting. Yeah. And like I said, a big change from Austin. I was going to say, I saw that you started your... Um, I guess organization and podcast also, which we'll get into also from Austin. Are you from Austin originally or? I'm actually from this area originally. I lived in Austin for over 22 years and things just changed a lot. I love Austin. Don't get me wrong, but. um, It definitely has grown in the past, like five, 10 years. It's like massive now. Massive. Right. Like when I first. So many people. (laughs) Right. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's overwhelming now. And when I first moved there, it was 1998 and it was still kind of like, uh, it was almost like a big college town, right? Because University of Texas is there. And mm-hmm. now it's, 
I think it's like top 10 or top 12 cities in the whole country. It's just, it's a totally different scene. My sister just moved there, so. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you, number one issue, I think, especially for musicians now, is affordability. Oh, well, she's she's in the doctor end, so she's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Phew. Yeah, yeah. We're complete opposites on that and that. (laughs) <laughs> but the thing is, is that the organization is still based there. You know, we we're kind of virtual. You know, we don't have an office. We don't have a lot of overhead. Horizon Music uh, has board members who are in Texas and Michigan. Uh, we uh, obviously like meeting you. Uh, you know, we talk to bands and try to support women across the nation. So um, it it works out really well. Thank God for technology, especially in the wake of COVID. Right. And did you start this um, because of, not because of COVID, but because you were kind of home for a bit and kind of figuring out the, did you kind of start it then or was it an idea before and you kicked it off? Actually, you're going to like this story. Um, I was in the music business during the mid nineties and I ended up leaving of all things to get a job in the live music capital of the world. Ha ha. Um, but, uh, <laughs> basically I, in 19, in 2000, let's see, 2018 at the end, toward the end of 2018, I saw Joan Jett's documentary, Bad Reputation. Are you familiar with it? Yes. The one that Yay. just came out, right? Yeah, it came out like okay. three years ago. Yep. And oh man, I walked out of there and I was all about girl power and pumped up and so excited. And I was running a digital magazine at the time for women over 40. And I was going to write this great review about it and the impact of like the differences now between now and when Joan first got started. And as I was doing the research in the industry, I kind of flipped out because I was like, wait a minute, you know, nothing has really changed since the 70s and 80s and even when i was working in the music scene you know there it's it's, it was definitely male dominated i just didn't think too much about it and um and then i started doing the research over and over again and i started seeing these numbers that uh just blew my mind and i tell people all the time it kind of i growing up in the motor city I was like, it kind of makes the automotive industry look like a bunch of feminist rainbow flag waving liberal, you know, like equal (laughs) opportunists. And I was like, what's going on here? So um, the first reaction, of course, is to get angry. And when I get angry, I get into fix it mode. You can ask my husband. He calls me the fixer. And uh, I, I decided it was time to shift back and give back to the music industry. And so the way that I thought of doing that was, um, you know, there are different ways that you can support women economically and in their careers. And one of them is providing education. The other one is, of course, helping with work experience. And then the third is sharing their stories so that Mm -hmm. they can inspire others and people can relate to what they're going on, what's going on in their lives and their industries, because there are so many connections that happen across, you know, across any industry for women who are working. Mm -hmm. And so that was the birth of Horizon Music Foundation, which happened in officially in 2019, in May 2019. And of course, like 10 months later, boom, COVID hit. Right. <laughs> and it kind of caused a whole lot of problems uh, for us because, yeah. like you guys, you know, your entire business plan is based on live events, mm-hmm. right? So that's what our fundraising was. And, um, 
you know, Joan Jett, awesome woman that she is, her camp found out about the straits that we were in and, and that we were, you know, we were originally supposed to be set up for South by Southwest. And so she said, well, let's, you know, let's do, we'll sign a guitar for you and send some swag. And we ended up auctioning it online, which helped raise money. And awesome. of course, you know, South by Southwest got canceled. And then Carol King came in and said, all right, what, how can I help? And so she signed a keyboard. We could not put a whole piano into the mail <laughs> yeah. to get her to sign it. But she did sign a little cute keyboard and a memoir and a bunch of swag for us, gave us some swag. And, and so that kind of, helped keep us afloat for a little bit until we figured out what our next moves were. And um, here we are, we're still here, which yeah. is so exciting. And I'm talking to you and getting to know uh, about, you know, Jackknife Stiletto. And I was listening to your music all day today and prep awesome. for our little conversation. And Thank you. can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay, how did you come up with the name? Uh, it's really not a, uh, you know, big story. <laughs> it's just one of those like late night, uh, diner hangouts where we were like waiting to have that name click for like months of like, you know, let's try these words together. Let's try this. I mean, we just wanted something that just like, I don't know, just worked. And yeah. finally one night after, after a show, we're like, you know, we're like, let's just not settle because we, you know, we're in a previous band with previous members with a horrible band name. And we're like, let's just do it right this time and uh -huh. let's wait for the moment. So it's like, you know, we were messing around with a bunch of words. And then finally it was like Jack and I have stiletto. And it was like, oh, that has the that. Yeah, that sounds like kick ass chicks that want to rock. Heck and yeah. uh, that's this. That's yeah. That's how uh, the name was born. <laughs> and how long have y'all been together? Um, probably like five, six years, but you know, member changes, things like that. So, um, sure. yeah. All right. Now, you know, I'm going to, and you know, I'm a podcast host too. So with backstage chess with women in music, I ask a lot of questions. So I'm going to turn it around a little bit on you for a little bit. All so, right. <laughs> Love it. That's what I do. Um, and thanks to everybody who's saying hi and yes, uh, yes. shipping and handling is horrible. Um, but <laughs> anyway, um, one of the things I wanted to ask in the five or six years that you've been working as as a band, as a, as a working band, um, what are your thoughts about women in the punk genre and their their success ladder? Like, what is their path? Have you seen any obstacles that you weren't expecting? Or what do you think that uh, the challenges and, and, and the good things are about the genre? Um. It's definitely still like when you play a show, sometimes it's still a surprise to people that girls can sing and play an instrument at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, that's definitely still like, you know, we've still had people like, I've never seen an all girl band before live. And what? It's like, How? You know? <laughs> wow. So, right. yeah, I mean, I, you know, People still say weird, weird shit to us. People still, you know, are you, can you carry that by yourselves and do things like that? I think people are a little um, maybe nicer in the past, like, few years. But you still get, you know, weird remarks and things like that. You know, it's mm -hmm. just going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
but they're still like, you know, if there's a there was a bigger show we were trying to get on and they told us, oh, well, we have actually have another all girl band playing. So we're not going to have two. And we're like, but you could have all dudes playing all night. But what what does that matter? You know, why does that matter? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a thing that just annoys me. It's like, oh, there's too many uh, female singers on this bill. So we're not going to have any more. Right. And it was yeah, like, that would absolutely. never be a thought with guy bands. No. Oh, we have too many men on stage. Yeah, there's too many men on stage. Just get some girls, you know? (laughs) But also, like, we've tried to run shows where we're like, hey, it's, you know, female fronted night, things like that, and they always bomb. It's unbelievable. And we have Rory here in the chat who said, hi, Rory, um, who said, I used to be in an all-girl band and someone often worked with was just like, it's just a gimmick. Okay, right. chicks are a gimmick. And you know what, Joan Jett, that was part of her documentary too, is, the, you know, people treated them like, oh, wait, you mean you're serious? This is just a gimmick, you right. know? Yeah, and even if, like, we play, because sometimes even when we're going on tour, things like that, the venues be like, cool, we'll get other girl bands to play. And we're like, that's great, that's cool, but can we just get, like, good bands to play? Like, we just want to play with bands, right. you know? And it's just like, they automatically have to book you with other girls, which is cool too, but it's like, Please don't bill it as that. Just bill it as girls' night, right? As as like good bands are playing tonight. Just come. Exactly. And that's what you know. And and it's like it's hard to you know because also it's like cool. It's awesome. All these bands are awesome, and there's chicks in them. That's super cool. But it's also like, but we just want to be great bands too Mm -hmm. and great musicians, you know. So it's like that. That fifth that balance. It's that balance there. So like whenever a venue does that, we're like, can we just not list it as like girls' night? You know? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is a lot of people don't realize this. And if music festivals are any indication of what's happening at the local level, really, a statistic showed in a study that between 2013 and 2018 of major music festivals in the United States, an average of only 12% of the acts were female or female fronted. Okay. And some were zero, zero. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've got to take into account that that's happening across the board. And that's not just punk or alt rock, but that it's right. country, all of it, you know, and then you've got actually speaking of country music, they were just, that industry was just in the news big time because um, their radio support for women is so abysmal. They're averaging around 10% on major country stations of women, of female artists being played on their stations. And that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, some DJs are even told not, it's kind of like what you're saying, not to play two female acts back to back on the radio. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, and, and a lot of folks, because you think of music as the great uniter and so welcoming and, you know, open for people. And yet, and yet audiences and fans, which are 50-50, don't realize what's really happening behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. And, and Rory just brought up a point, too, of like, she's played Chick Singer Night, run by women, and had a great experience. And yes, they have been great i'm not saying that they're bad things as far as like public a lot of pe- some people just won't buy tickets to it right just because it's like oh it's chick night mm-hmm. you're just like well can't we just be like hey awesome bands are playing tonight on this bill you know 
Exactly. Um, well, and Michael Smith was just speaking of, he said uh, Sleater Kinney wasn't a gimmick at all at Ohana Fest last week. I mean, you know, they were playing the show there and they had, well, I don't know if you are into Brady Carla at all, but she jumped on stage with all the guys and she, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not dad rock. Like Brandy Lyle, Carlisle came on there and just completely dumped it out of that genre, right? Because she was nailing it. And then I think she said something along the lines of wanting to play, wanting to sing for Soundgarden now. It's just great. It's time for mom rock. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, absolutely. And I mean, you know, the thing is, is that what people forget is that there's enough room for everyone. Especially right. when you look at Spotify, especially when you look at all the different now that live music is coming back, you know, all the different opportunities that are out there. Um, you know, my my goal with Horizon Music Foundation is to sh to see an industry, a music industry where any woman can succeed based on merit, no matter what her age is, her appearance, her familial status or her orientation. Mm -hmm. which in my conversations with women on the podcast and other interviews and panels, those seem to be the top four challenges that they're facing. Um, I did, I did have a question about uh, you with your podcast is because you, and which is really awesome that you're interviewing totally different types of genres uh, and women that work in the industry, not even musicians, like just women working in the music industry in any aspect what was a like type of like maybe job or something that you found like surprisingly like was like wow i had no idea was there anything that surprised you Ooh, um yes okay this one's a little bit out of left field but i interviewed hope young who is one of the world's leading music therapists and what she is doing with music to help people with chronic illnesses like Parkinson's and MS and even mental health issues is absolutely astounding. Um, it's unbelievable what getting the right tempos and the right sounds can do because what she taught me, and this is a good learning moment for everybody, what she taught us in the podcast, Backstage Chats with Women in Music, Hope Young, um, is that music is the only stimulation um, that lights up all the areas of the brain at once. No wonder we feel awesome when we listen to music. <laughs> but, you know, parts of our brain are sleeping all the time. So it lights up all the areas of the brain at once and it helps them sink. So I thought that was pretty spectacular. Um, awesome. Also in talking, and again, this is kind of nerdy stuff, but Susan Rogers, who is a uh, professor over at Berkeley College of Music, uh, she is an audio engineer, a producer, and she was the staff audio engineer for Prince for five years. Cool. During the purple rain days and, and around the world and that. And um, so fascinating stories right there. I had to break her up into two different episodes, you know, the Prince <laughs> nice. years and then the, and then the rest. Right. But um, she's a fascinating lady. And she talked about how consciously thinking about your music and how you mix it and how you play it and who you're playing to. So, for instance, there are certain sounds that women really resonate with. Believe it or not, we really like deep, heavy bass and drums. 
that renaissance that just that sticks with us. So to put we women got in some the cat, yeah. right? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> what is it? Heart and a holding cell? Yeah. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. So absolutely. So people don't realize that and they think, oh, girly music, it has to be all light and poppy and everything. And it's like, well, now wait a minute. You know, maybe that appeals to different age groups differently, but women do really respond to a good backbeat. You know what I mean? Um, so there's, I mean, you just learn so much. Oh my gosh. And then you've got the tech guitar techs came on and they were talking all this stuff about guitars and yeah. that was just fascinating. <laughs> so, um, that's why I think even if you're not in the industry, the stories they tell about being on the road or about, you know, working in a male dominated industry, I think to all degrees, women can relate one way or another, whether it's mm -hmm. funny or sad or happy or whatever it may be. And then the guys, you know, they learn from it because they're like, oh, for sure. No yeah. Idea. And that is kind of interesting and, you know, kind of tell me more type of, you know, type of thing. So, yeah, I've, I've been the only uh, female on uh, the Joan Jett and the Blackhearts crew for like a long time. And the boys always like appreciate, they're like you, they're like having a girl keeps us like cleaner on the bus. It keeps us on our toes, make sure we're not saying anything. And you'll let us know if we do anything stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, I sure will, you know, and it, they're will. like, we love, you know, it's great. But yes, absolutely. Well, okay. So we're <laughs> 20 minutes in. So I'm going to ask, can we do our first music trivia question? Oh, yes. Guys, there's prizes today. Yay. Okay. So can you see the comments in both StreamYard and Facebook? Uh, yes. And YouTube. And YouTube? Okay. Yes. So everybody's got to do this where Annie can see it. Because uh, what we do is we music ask a music time. trivia question. And then the first person to type in the correct answer, correct answer, will win a, let me pull it out, backstage chats, Ooh. podcast bandana. And this is a wicking bandana, so it keeps you cool. Nice. And um, then going along with that is a cool little sticker, Backstage Chats with Women of Music sticker that you can pop on your laptop or your guitar case or whatever it may be. Awesome. Okay. And we're going to send you stuff so you okay. can add into any other future packages or anything like Ooh. that. Yeah. Okay. okay, good, good. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up my little question thing here. But I'm going to start backward. I'm okay. going to start with question three because I have three questions. All right, everybody, get ready. Trivia okay. question number one, which was number three. Which, and I give hints, again, type in, the, the first person who types in the correct answer wins. Which ex-girl divorced her cheating husband, survived breast cancer, and at the age 68 is now considered an international fashion icon? Done, and done. All the questions tonight are going to center around somebody from the punk scene. Okay, so that's our theme. So once again, which ex-girl divorced her cheating husband, survived breast cancer, and at age 68 is now considered an international fashion icon? Who out there knows? And by the way, yes. you can Google and cheat. Google and cheat. Go Google and cheat. Google and cheat. This is a learning <laughs> moment, people. We won't know. That's right. 
<laughs> Does anyone know who it might be? And Nina Simone is not a punk rocker. All right. <laughs> not, not it. So uh, we're still... Maybe X-Girl will kind of give a little bit of a... Okay, I'll give another hint. For anyone who needs it, the other hint is she is a bass player. Punk genre. X girl, we'll give them a few seconds on this one. And while they're while they're TikToking and the and the Jeopardy music is playing, this is, this is wrong, but it's fine. Uh, I'm going to let everybody know. Part of the reason why I why I pulled this particular person up is because this month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and she is a breast cancer survivor. And um, in honor of that month, uh, Horizon Music put together a Spotify Oops. playlist called Do You Want to Touch Me? Oh. Ooh. And why did we do that? Because 37 to 40% of breast cancer is found through self-exams, depending on your age. So this is a great little musical reminder to just go ahead and touch yourself. Have fun. Make sure you examine examine yourself and and in breast cancer awareness. We think this is like a really fun Spotify list for everybody to listen to while they're doing their at home exams. Mm -hmm. Okay. So has anybody figured it out yet? Say Kim Gordon. Yes. Oh, there bing, you bing, go. Bing, 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 bing. Who won? J M Luna. J M Luna. Bing, bing, bing. Congratulations, Mister Mister Luna. You are going to be the proud owner of a bandana and a sticker. So what we need to do is have you email me. And we're going to e have you email me at Thea, T-H-E-A, at backstagechats.com. And then I'll, once you email me your address, your name and your address, I will go ahead and pop this in the mail to you. Awesome. Yay! Congratulations, J.M. Luna! Oh, and her book is amazing, by the way. Oh my gosh, that's what I've heard. And I, um, and I need to read it. It's on my list. It's on my list, for sure. Can't wait to read it. Right, Thea at BackstageChats.com? You got it. Yes. That's it. That's it. And don't worry, everybody, if you missed this one, we've got another trivia question coming up here shortly. So get ready to Google and cheat. Get ready to Google and cheat. <laughs> Cheating is totally acceptable. Or yes. as I call it, using your resources. Yes. See, they wouldn't <laughs> let me use my resources in school. <laughs> they said they weren't, we weren't allowed to, but I still did anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, that's what's going on. Okay, and I, I want to I get back to you and Jack and I stiletto. So right. uh, we already talked about where your name came from. Mm-hmm. All right, so I want to ask about your new release because I was listening to it and I was like, it's called Calling All Creeps, right? Did I say that? All right? the, calling All the Creeps. Calling All the Creeps. Okay. Yep. I, I'm trying to figure out the lyrics. Is this about a drunk booty call? No. <laughs> no, actually. I was listening and they were talking about phone calls and nighttime and I'm like, what's going on around here? Uh, we have a bit of a stalker theme. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so our uh, our EPs uh, Chronicles of Jane 
Um, we have volume one, volume two, and then the full album, Chronicles of Jane, is about the song Dear Jane, which is a stalker story. Um, okay, yep, and I it was literally about things that people have said to us and messaged us, things like that, and we put it into a song. Um, and uh, so all the uh, the artwork is all a comic book, comic artwork that will that is released with each album that we have. Um, and calling all the creeps is kind of like a like an, an answer to our own song in a way. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's continuing the stalkery, you know. We like to um, kind of call, call, you know, we're calling out the creeps. Like, the weird things that have been said, we're putting them in a song, and it's kind of like a sarcastic way of, like, throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what what is one of the creepiest things that you have in the songs that has been said to y'all? Huh. Um, if, if you could possibly narrow it down. Right, if I can narrow it down. I'm like, now I have to look at the lyrics and be like, what What did I say? Um, there's a line that I think is really creepy. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say it was or wasn't said, because uh, maybe. Uh, maybe it's a joke. But uh, the my coffee doesn't taste the same without your sweat. <laughs> Ew. Someone <laughs> said that <laughs> <laughs> okay i, I yeah. don't even know how to respond to that <laughs> or the one and then it's like uh you're so pretty when you sleep uh-huh yeah. yeah okay so when you're up and thinking and talking no longer pretty kind of deal <laughs> yeah. oh boy man it, it, this is somebody who has got no game right yeah no game. and it's don't not just like that game it's not just one one person it's just like a collective of things you even just like hear that someone said to like one of your friends or another band or things like that it's just kind of like what what how did someone say that we're we're it's going in a song exactly you know? <laughs> gotta go in a song yeah watch out guys it's like a taylor swift thing here you know you say yeah. something it's going in a song and R rory says she's got a cute a few in there Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just a little kooky crazy. So guys, just think about it first, you know? <laughs> I mean, especially with musicians, these things can go public. <laughs> Songwriters, I guess I should say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's my next question for you. Mm -hmm. I thought it was brilliant to do a cover of Wannabe. <gasps> Thank you. Whose idea was that? Um... Probably all of, I mean, we all love Spice Girls and, you know, we uh, kind of been playing it for a while and touring with it and everyone always loves it. It's like, it doesn't matter how, what, what age or gender you are, you're singing Spice Girls when we're playing it, you know? <laughs> it's like, it goes well. We've played like a thrash metal show and we're like, let's, let's throw in Spice Girls. And you bet they're moshing. They are, they are moshing those guys. And they know the song. Right? Oh yeah. They know it. You have to, you know it, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, totally. they, and it's always like, everyone always loves They're like, I love when you played that. So um, each also each EP we've released all has um, a co one cover on it. So the next one we did fall back down by Rancid and oh, nice. um, uh -huh. our next one has let's get loud by 
J-Lo, but also Gloria Esteban. <laughs> wow, I love it. We yeah. are just broadening our horizons here, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And pun intended, by the way, everybody. <laughs> yep. So, uh, absolutely. Well, this super cool. Good. Oh, My I love it. My favorite Spice Girls pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> we need to add her to the lineup. Yeah, only for, for the fall. Sure. All right. So, are we ready for our second trivia question? Oh yeah, let's are do the it. Masses out there, ready? Okay. All right. Now, once again, okay. And so, uh, Luma, Luna, uh, you've already won tonight. So we're going to ask you to sit out, even if you know the answer, just so somebody else has a chance to win. We're going to try and, you know, spread the love here. So again, for anybody who just showed up, we're going to do a music trivia question um, with the genre, of course, is punk. So any of your answers are going to be related to punk and um, or a punk artist. And um, blah, blah, blah. the first person to type in the correct answer that Annie can see mm -hmm. <laughs> will win. Luna the, says they'll behave. <laughs> behave. Um, thank you. Uh, will win this cool bandana. It's a class backstage chats uh, with women in music podcast bandana and it's wicking material. I like to roll them up and then put ice in them Ooh. and put them around my neck when I'm at an uh, outdoor festival because they keep it nice and nice. cool and it doesn't drip everywhere. And then of course my fun little backstage chats with women in music uh, sticker to put laptops, luggage. That's what I do. I put mine on my luggage. Awesome. Luggage, you know, your music cases, whatever, guitars, totally acceptable. Um, so we've got question number two coming up. So everybody get your fingers ready. And uh, as I told Annie before, cheating is wholly encouraged. Do it. So just do get it. Get ready to Google. Get ready to Google. Okay, this one's fun. Question number two. Punk rock diva Debbie Harry and her band Blondie surprisingly scored the first ever number one charting rap single in the U.S. with which song? Mm. What is the title of the song that Debbie Harry and the band Blondie scored as the first ever number one charting rap single? Uh. What is the name of the song, folks? Who got it? Is that it? Rapture? Rapture is it. Ding, 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 Yay, ding, ding, ding. There you go. Woohoo. Who won? Um, wait, someone told me the, <laughs> how, to, how to pronounce this the other day. I'm really sorry. My, mighty, mighty My, jammer. Mighty jammer. Mighty jammer. I got it. Okay. All As right. You won. Mighty, mighty hammer. It's the mighty jammer. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Woohoo. Congratulations. All right. So all you need to do is send me an email, Thea at backstagechats.com. So that's backstage, com. And if you email me your address, I will go ahead and send you this fun deal and the sticker. And we'll make sure you get that and you can, it's a nice little reminder to, you know, tune into our podcast every once in a while. And how, how often do you release episodes? Oh my gosh, Annie. Okay. So we are a fully <laughs> volunteer organization. Uh, we do, we ha are hiring some female audio engineers to help out. Nice. So we've got, um, 
we've been doing about an episode a month and I really want to bring it up to about one every other week. Um, the good news is, is our next episode, you ready for this one? And I might divide it into two because it's a little long and I, and I don't want to cut anything out. Mm -hmm. It's Terry Nunn from the band Berlin. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. And she gives good interview. Awesome. Yeah. She's real. she's got some great stories, some cool things that you didn't know about, you know, back in the day and MTV and, you know, videos and stuff like that. And then of course, you know, now she's a mom and you know how that's impacted her. And the band came out with a, uh, a release la this last year that they did with a, with a symphony and they redid awesome. some of their songs with this symphony. So she's cool. got some really good tales to tell. And that's going to be hopefully knock on wood, uh, released here within uh, the next week. Awesome. Who used to cover the Metro? Ooh, yes, the Metro. I loved the Metro. Oh, sorry, Grumpy. I showed your typos. Hi, Grumpy. Sorry. <laughs> he wrote Tapture and Rapture. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. I, I love that Mighty Jammer said cool beans. That's mm -hmm. what I say. I like cool beans. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Speaking so. of beans, here's a segue. Oh, I like it. <laughs> we like to ask everyone here because um, another line in one of our songs is, you always know how I like my coffee. And we like to end, we are coffee lovers. And we like to know, how do you like your coffee? Or are you a coffee drinker, a tea drinker? What's your, oh my what's your drink of choice? I have tried to like coffee since I was 10 years old. <laughs> and I'm sorry, you know what the crazy part is? I don't even like the smell. No. No, people think I've lost my mind. I, I have tried and it, it just doesn't work for me. I do like tea and mm -hmm. I take my tea black um, or, you know, without any accoutrements stuff in it. it. Yeah. yeah, no stuff. Um, I just go for the regular tea and my favorite is Egyptian licorice. Oh. I know people are going to be like, ooh, licorice, but it's really good. Nice. So, yeah, that's my tea. And so where did the coffee question come from? We're, we're, we're just big coffee drinkers and, you know, it, well, because we kind of started our, the, the story of, of dear Jane at like, it's, it's like meant to be at a diner and like, it's kind of like, uh, I, you know, you yeah. always come to the diner. I know how you like your order kind of things like that. So that's where that kind of, gotcha. you know, came up from. So no, but for 99% <laughs> of the population, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just the 1%. <laughs> Our tea's great too. I'm a, I'm a, also a tea drinker. Um, I like to mix my tea with um, throw coat, which is really good for, for singing. But I like yeah. to mix my teas with like another type of, uh, you know, like a cam vanilla chamomile or something like that. Right, right. Now yeah. with, with Joan Jett, is she a tea drinker? Coffee. She's a coffee drinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of the things I also wanted to ask you, Annie, is, um, you know, you're you're on Blackheart Records. Mm -hmm. You've you've worked with Blackheart Records for a long time. So, what you know, what would you, if you closed your eyes and imagined, where would you be, or what would you be doing without Blackheart Records right now? Oh man, <laughs> I don't know, because my entire like career is been from Blackheart and Joan Jett, mm -hmm. Blackheart's band. Um, it's my job and it's 
with my band as well. So my entire, pretty much my life is like, (laughs) is to be thanked for for them. Um, You know, I started interning at their, the office when I was in college and, uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's been a while, you know, I've been, you know, they're like, they're my family. So family. Yeah. Well, and and they sign other female acts too. Yes, they have uh, Faya on right now, um, mm-hmm. which is two of the members from Girl in a Coma. Uh, it's their new band, so they're also releasing new stuff as as well right now. So awesome! Yeah, well, they're actually I... out of San Antonio. Yeah. Oh well, just down the neighborhood from my old days. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Well, I'm gonna have to check them out. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know what I would be. I'd I'd be still playing music and touring, so. Yeah. It just be. It would just look a lot different. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, for sure. Well, yeah. uh, you know, I always ask these kind of questions about people who are involved with, you know, groups that, especially with Black Art Records, because it was founded by John Jett. And a lot of people don't realize that the reason why she did it is because she was rejected by, what was it, 20 different record labels? Mm-hmm. 20, 20 some different record labels. And finally she said, oh, to hell with it. I'm going to start my own yeah. record label. Yeah. And immediately came out and started having hit after hit after hit. And, um, I, you know, I had a conversation with Kaylee Shore. She was one of our last podcast episodes. And uh, she was actually told by a record label, a woman who works at the record label, that they could not sign her because she was a woman and they already had too many females on the label. Yet they were signing male act after male act after male act. Right. I mean, I guess they actually responded, which now no one even bothers to respond. So what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if any other artists in the chat, I mean, I, I like how many things you've submitted to that people just don't answer. Yeah. You know, whether it's booking a show, booking a radio thing, booking uh, any part of the industry, it's like 95% of the time you're sending out emails that are not going to get responded to. Yeah. I think that that's for any band, any artist thing, you know, it's just so... I mean, good. She got a response, I guess. Well, she was actually <laughs> sitting at the table, so I think that they were yeah. at that, like toward the at end the le- of that negotiation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so heartbreaking. Well, anyway, it, it, the good thing is, is that she did get signed, and she did, That's she good. did end up. I think it was in 2019. She ended up on the New York New York Times, uh, like one of their top albums of the year, and. Um, Anyway, she's a country singer. Who, this is Kaylee Shore, everybody, and I know she's not punk, but um, she's kind of bringing the punk attitude to country music awesome. because she is talking about the tough topics and the things that women have to deal with. Uh, she had a big eye-opening kind of culture shock experience when she moved to Nashville from from a small town in Maine. And so um, I, yeah, Nashville's she's not, another one that's blowing up. Another one that's blowing up, like crazy, crazy blowing up. And um, so anyway, I I commend her on that punk attitude of saying, I don't care what you say. I'm going to sing about what I want to sing about. And these are the issues that are affecting women right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just always feel like the punk genre has kind of been at the forefront of feminism and um, not being afraid to speak their minds. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I yeah. love it. 
Yay. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's, you know, again, uh, that's what I love about the podcasting format is that we can get all these stories out there and Mm -hmm. see all the similarities. You know what I mean? Because we're always told how different we are. And it seems like lately everybody's been pitted against everybody. And it's like, you know, we have a lot more in common than we don't have in common. Right. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. And I think once it also, when, you know, the pandemic hit, it's like any musician band, no matter what genre that was out touring, everyone went home. Everybody went home. Everything everyone. went dark. Everything, Everything went, went dark. dark. So, you know, everyone was, everyone's in that together. Well, that actually you know. segues to one of my points about Horizon Music. And that is uh, in the wake of the whole, you know, blackout of the music industry. And, uh, you know, one of the things that studies have shown, at, like a lot of other industries, is that women were disproportionately affected during COVID. Why? I mean, the usual things, you know, it's like had to stay home and take care of loved ones. You know, children were at home and needed to be, you know, schooled remotely. Um, And then of course, you know, a lot of times the women are the first ones to lose their job to the guys. And so um, it's to the point now where uh, recent studies have shown that 25% of women in the industry, not just artists, but women in the industry don't know where their next dollar is coming from. And as a result of the sickness and, you know, people dying and and the economic impacts of all of this, um, just over 30% of women in the industry feel like they're dealing with a mental health crisis. I mean, that's, that's severe. Um, So we kind of started piloting a program that I'd like to talk about it. Let's do it. I love it. Yay. Uh, It's called Random Acts of Music. And basically what Horizon Music is doing is building a a booking service that is free to artists that connects female artists with virtual event hosts for paying gigs so that they can work from home. They don't have to go out late at night. And they can earn supplemental income or, you know, just if it helps pay the bills, if it helps, you know, repair a guitar, if it, whatever it may be, and that will bring in extra money. And uh, what we do is we're, uh, we're building our network of virtual event hosts who, by the way, I don't know if anybody knew this, but especially because of COVID, it jump started the whole virtual event industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, like huge, right? To the point where they're expecting it within the next, I think it's four or five years to be a $270 billion industry. And so Horizon figures, um, hello, women, let's get in on this now. Let's get yeah. women the equal opportunity and the ends. And, um, and there are plenty of these events that need a musical angle that because we know music enhances an event, right? right. It sets the mood, it gets people happy, it makes them engaged. And what did we learn before? It lights up all of the brain. So people become more creative and uh, they participate a lot more and then they wanna come back. So it's a Mm win-win for the musicians. It's a win-win for the virtual event hosts. And it's a win for us because then part of what the hosts pay ends up helping uh, fund our scholarship programs and our podcast as well as the Random Max Music. 
If you are a female music uh, musician out there, please send me a note. I will uh, send you the form that you can fill out and uh, be a part of the talent pool that we will be notifying anytime we have a virtual event that comes up. Awesome. Yay. Very cool. Getting women to work, man. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So how much time do we have left, Annie? Um, like, you know, 15 minutes-ish. Well, 15 minutes-ish? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a hard, you know, stop to the internet. So. <laughs> so we have time to do one more trivia question. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Okay. All right, everybody. Now, the previous two winners, you know who you are. There's no answering the third one because we want to share the love. So please hold off, even if you know the answer to the last question, <laughs> which I, I, don't, I don't think there's going to have to be much cheating in the last question. But for those who just joined us, um, it, the first person to type in the correct answer, and Annie, gets, and Annie sees it because I can only see a certain amount of these things, um, they will win, he or she will win, a backstage chats with women in music uh, bandana, which I was saying before is wicking. So it helps with sweat. It like pulls it all away from you and keeps you cool, which is awesome. And then we've got our little sticker backstage chats with women in music sticker to put on whatever you like, your water bottle or whatever. Although I don't think I'd run it through the dishwasher. <laughs> Might not survive. I don't have a dishwasher, so I'm good. <laughs> so you're good. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Okay, so she's good. So anyway, I'm going to read the question. The question is going to, the answer has something to do with the punk genre or women in punk music. So that being said, I'm getting ready to read the final question of the hour. Is everyone ready? And oh, and for those who weren't here before, cheating is highly encouraged. Yes. Okay, here we go. Last question. Which outspoken singer songwriter, producer, record label, label owner, actress, and vegetarian is known as the godmother of punk. I, you know, I won't say it. I can tell you know because your eyes just did that I know look. Mm -hmm. So we better have somebody else out there. Oh, geez. Somebody says, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Mighty Jammer. Mighty Jammer? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read it one more time. Which outspoken singer, songwriter, producer, record label owner, and vegetarian is known as the godmother of punk? Virtual delay. Everyone's Googling. Everyone's Googling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone oh my God. is Googling. All right, I'm going to give another hint. All right. She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015. Oh. Did we get it? Someone said lean to the right for another hint. <laughs> <laughs> My right or your right? No. Sorry, Patty Smith is not it. Uh, all right. I'll give another. Uh, she formed her first band when she was 15. You guys know it. Okay, should I give another hint for those who were here at the beginning of our chat? Um, <laughs> yes. And remember, you could cheat, people. You could cheat. 
she uh well i won't even say beginning she formed her own record label because there were over 20 other record labels that rejected her first and i know she really really loves rock and roll uh, <laughs> i'll do another she told me that i'll do another hand i'm just gonna point oh, there somebody got it in the here i don't oh, know if they there were the we first go person. donna got it there donna, you go yay <laughs> Awesome. Yes. Uh, and that's why she, like we said, that's why she opened up her own uh, label, Blackheart Records, which Annie is a proud member of, family member of. And uh, John Jett started The Runaways when she was only 15, which is kind of hard to believe. Yeah. So there you have it. That was our third and final question. So please email me your, Donna, email me your uh, address at Thea, T-H-E-A at backstagechats.com, which is the name of the, oh, it's upside down, <laughs> of the podcast. Woo. And uh, you will get the bandana and the sticker and the mail. Woohoo! And by the way, anybody else who wants to sign up for a newsletter, I have to say as the person who authors these, I think they're a lot of fun. Your newsletters? Yeah. I'm and you sign up here? Yes, I would love for everybody, if you go to uh, backstagechats.com, which is, you know, the podcast that Horizon Music produces, uh, you can click on the newsletter link and sign up for the newsletter and um, find out what we have going on. Awesome. Do, you mind if, do you mind if I say something that's coming up? Let, let's do it. Plug it. <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say this is about the time where I'd like you to replug everything you have going on <laughs> and <laughs> let everyone know what, what's, what's, what's happening. What? Okay. Yeah. All right. So again, Horizon Music, H-E-R, I-Z-O-N Music, as, which is on the screen right now. <clears throat> That's the foundation. It produces the uh, podcast Backstage Chats with Women in Music. Our upcoming episode is Terry Nunn from Berlin. Puts on a great interview. Just delightful, funny, intelligent lady. Um, and then uh, after that, for those of you who are into the jam band scene, we've got Donna Jean Godshow from The Grateful Dead. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Also, um, we just had, uh, we've, been, we've been so blessed with people in the music industry supporting us, um, icons, especially with uh, their donations to help the cause of um, equal opportunity for women in music. And um, we got our first male icon to chip in. And uh, he, it was Daryl Hall and John Oates, and they did a VIP concert experience that we auctioned. And um, so we're excited that the men are jumping on board and understanding how important it is that the voices of women are heard in the industry. And then um, we've got two more coming up in honor of uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And um, one of them I can't say yet, but I'm just gonna, at the risk of jinxing it because I know it's supposed to be in <laughs> her hands and getting signed right now. Um, we should have by October 20th, a signed guitar from Melissa Etheridge and nice. swag and all kinds of cool stuff from her. And we're going to be auctioning that on charitybuzz.com. And then uh, let's see here. What else do we have going on? Ooh. And if you really want to save the date, we have uh, what's going to be called the holiday punch with an exclamation point. And it is going to be a virtual um, 
event that for Christmas, obviously, for the holiday punch. But the cool part is, is it's part concert and we're still verifying who the act's going to be. So we don't have that. I can't say that quite yet. But our partner is Tito's Handmade Vodka. And we have a mixologist who's going to be demoing how to make some really cool holiday drinks. Awesome. Yeah. So we can, you know, get a little drink on, have a little fun, listen to some great music and support a good cause. Very cool. Yeah. So that's what we got going up. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. You got a lot of awesome stuff going on. Uh, Absolutely. If there's anything we could ever do to, you know, help out, please let us know. This is super awesome. Well, you know what I was thinking? I might need uh, one of your t-shirts to be able to wear on my, like, when I do live streams and, you know, take pictures and stuff. You got it. Because I want to be representing more of my female acts in my attire, in my fashion statement. Awesome. Yes. You got it. (laughs) But um, I'd also, and I'm also kind of thinking maybe we need to do a punk series on Backstage Chats. Yeah, that would be great. Would you be up for being a guest if we did that? Of course. Let's do it. (laughs) would love it. Love it. Awesome. It's a date. Awesome. Yes. Rock and roll. Cool. Um, And the the last thing we like to ask our guests on here is uh, to put you on the spot and ask, what is the best advice you could give to either musicians or fans going out to concerts, things like that, how to stay positive in these crazy times right now? How to stay positive fans and musicians during these crazy times. Well, you know, I'll have to say what I do, which is, um, you know, when you're feeling stressed out, if you feel like you're going to explode, which I, all right, road rage is a huge problem for me. Um, Safe. Is it? Okay. (laughs) I'm not alone. Um, But if you feel like you're really going to lose it and you just need to step back, do step back, stop for a second, put in your earbuds, turn on your speakers, whatever it is, and listen to music that you love. Because um, going back to what Hope Young said, you know, music therapy does work and it doesn't have to be soothing music. It can be punk. It can be rockabilly. It can be country music. It can be ambient music. It can be whatever makes you feel good because it's different for different people. And don't let anybody tell you that your music sucks or what you're listening to doesn't work. Because if it works for you, it's good music for you. And and just live by that, and you'll be just fine. Awesome. Love it. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. This was fun. Yeah. I'm so glad we finally got to, uh, oh, we have a, a music specialist in therapeutic recreation here. Cool. <gasps> Fantastic. Nice. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Well, then, it, there you go. I've got a podcast episode for you to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Hope young. <laughs> no That's music awesome. bullying allowed. Exactly. No music bullying allowed. That's right. For That's sure. Right. What you love <laughs> is what you love. And if it makes you feel good, listen to it with reckless abandon. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. The guilty pleasure is just, why it, feel guilty about it? Why feel guilty? There's yeah. no guilt there. And also, yeah. Annie, real quick before we sign off, um, are you going to be coming to Detroit soon? I hope so. I would like you to. Yeah. Let me know uh-huh. if you do. Yeah. Well, uh, well, uh, let me know some places to that I should look Oh, at. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. For sure. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you, everyone in the chat for, for
for tuning in, joining in, getting surprises. Make sure you email Thea if you if you answered her question correctly. Yes. And uh, we will see you all next week. If you're watching on the replay, you know, we'll still check the comments in a bit. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so all much. Right. Goodbye, Judas. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to Music Monday Hangouts with Jackknife Stiletto. Be sure to subscribe and click that notification bell so you never miss out on future podcasts. If you'd like to support our band, please share this podcast and our music with your friends and check out our merch store at jackknifestiletto.com store. You can find all of our upcoming gigs and live streams on our website at jackknifestiletto.com tour. Thanks for listening. See you next week.